Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. Guys doing? Doing pretty well, Chris. You you mentioned it before we started, and just for the, the YouTube viewers at home, I'll just get down to it. I, I repositioned my room. So it, now it looks like What's I'm that? even more in a cave. Um, I don't have the to, the... to your right. To my right to pole. Oh, okay. I was... How do you have a pole in your room? Ah, you d- don't don't ask me. I didn't put the pole there. It's part of the building. It's okay. Part of the building. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like a Festivus pole or something. No, no, no. And Big then pole. I got a I got a lamp a lamp back there. It looks like a fire now, and you can't even see the rest. It looks like like a fire. Yeah. The uh... I see a couple flags, but I can't see what they are. Yeah. T- TDX flag. Uh, Star Wars poster. Okay, I see. Yeah, wall. I see the Star Wars. Um. Oh, I can see now. It looks lit up when you pan back like that but when you first got on it looked like you were in the cave. but i think like the single light on i was just thinking about it and because this lovely pole is right here i wonder if i could put there's like a little top to the pole like uh here you can probably see it see that little hitch yeah. maybe i can put a green screen behind it and then we'll have a solid background that doesn't there you go yeah all right anyways that's probably a terrible introduction for the the viewers at home that aren't on YouTube. But here we are. We're a little late, so we're gonna have to take this chronologically, and we're gonna start off with the the NFC with the the AFC Championship. No, NFC first. Yeah, NFC Championship. NFC. Yeah. All right. So we came in thinking thinking Niners, thinking that it was gonna be a close game at least, and. You know, we we thought the Niners were a better team, and then first play or a couple plays in the game, Brock Purdy injured his shoulder, and we're stuck with Josh Johnson for the rest of the time. And then Josh Johnson gets injured, and then we're stuck with Brock <laughs> Purdy who can't throw a football. So this was a mess. Like this game was a mess. It just sucked. It was an awful game. It's like this was the whole year was building up to this game in the NFC like, every week. Like these are really the only two good teams, and finally we'll get to see them up against each other. Both of them played an easy schedule to get here. Then Purdy goes down early on the first drive. Oh, it was it was just a bummer. And like the Eagles fans, like did have an easy road. No one's saying that you're not good because of it, but you don't like accept it. (laughs) You didn't have to beat anyone to get here. You're still there, like that doesn't change the fact. No, and it just it's just like a sour taste. Cause we were we were so excited for the matchup, the, the the offensive line of the Eagles versus the defensive line of the the 49ers, the the defense versus the number one offense. And then it just didn't matter immediately because immediately it turned into the Niners just have to scramble to score. They fumble it right before halftime, leading to another touchdown. It was just like it was just like the the stuff going the Niners' way was just garbage after garbage. Like Nick Bosa goes it goes out. So was hurt like every play. Yep, his legs some his legs like bleeding out of his side. Uh, Josh Johnson does forgets how to play football, then gets concussed. It, it was truly like a, a yeah. They did get one good drive in there though. Yeah, yeah, they did get one good drive in there. It just it snuck in there and it. It just couldn't. After that good drive, there was there was nothing else to it. Once they once the Eagles realized that 
the only thing they can do is hand off the ball to Christian McCaffrey, mm. then it was it was pretty much taken from there. The I mean, like Debo didn't do anything, Kittle couldn't do anything, but they couldn't get him the ball. So yep. it was it's hard to tell who's who's really fault. You know, it's not like there's anyone's fault. It's just kind of injuries and bad luck. But it, the Eagles, I mean, they look healthy enough. I mean, it's not like they had to do. Yeah, anything and you to took win care of game. business. Yeah, they took care of business, and. You know, Jalen Hurts didn't look like he had the best game, but they they ran the ball right down their throats, right down a great defensive throat too. So that's what really was pretty like I I guess a great sign for them. And then they I mean they took care of business earlier in the game when the the Niners were still kind of in it. There was some like the, the, there was some terrible penalties by the Niners. They just kept it kept going to third down, and then it was like all right penalty the Eagles get a first down penalty the Eagles get a first down and it just felt like after after all those penalties and after the thing it was just it was over yeah it just like like everything that could have gone wrong went wrong basically yeah that's what happened yeah. today so like you leave you do leave that game with a sour taste in your mouth and like Kittle after the game was like am I frustrated that we made it to the NFC championship and then had to play without a quarterback uh yeah it's yeah. very frustrating. It's not even like, you no, know, it's not like you played a really tight game and it, you got like heartbroken. It was like you didn't even get a fair shot. No, it. you didn't. You didn't get a shot. And when you're in the NFC Championship, you know you you can't lose. Whether it's Brock Purdy or it's Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, you got to have the guy who's been starting the whole time. Even if they one of them goes down, it's like you can't expect Josh Johnson to come in. And even after that, then you, then you don't even literally don't even have a quarterback after that because hmm. Christian McCaffrey's getting wildcat snaps. He's getting the the helmet with the mic in it. Kyle Use checks their emergency quarterback. It was just a mess. And it, I wonder if teams after this will start a trend of activating three quarterbacks a game, pretty much. Yeah, I mean it's such a rarity though. Yeah, and it was such a weird situation where they were already on their third string quarterback. So it's like if you're like if you're going in that game with Jimmy Garoppolo, it's like, oh, well, we have this guy Brock Purdy that we like that has been practicing with us all season. Or we have this guy Trey Lance, but they they just couldn't they didn't they didn't have that and Yep. The the Eagles though. I, was, okay. Before we move off the 49ers, I was gonna say, I thought that Jimmy G was supposed to be ready for this week. I thought too if they made I thought the that was championship the rumblings. Yeah, and right. that was even before the playoffs started. It was like if they make it to the yeah. NFC Championship, he should be good to go. And I was wondering the same thing. You saw him on the sidelines smiling. Using it up. Yeah, he was smiling just watching his team get destroyed without a quarterback. And I think it said that they uh that they they like Jimmy G was he was like, I should have had the pads on. I don't know why I didn't, or I don't know, something like that. But that uh, there, he's done. He's out of there. It announced today that they announced that their Kyle Shannon doesn't see any scenario with Jimmy Garoppolo returns. So he'll be in another team, and it leaves this question where, for some reason, people need to need to choose Trey Lance or Brock Purdy, and. I don't like now. Now Brock Purdy's going to be out for a, almost a year because he, he has to get Tommy John surgery, and hey. so like they're sticking with their guy. And before before this happened, before the Brady retirement, it was all 
oh, like, should they get Brady? Should they trade for a quarterback? Should they do this and that? And it's like, you traded three first-round picks for Trey Lance. You're going to give up on him on that easily? You didn't give him a fair shot, really. No. no. He gave he, him the reins at the start of the season. He got hurt after a few games. Yeah, two games. So it's like, you, you, and you didn't even get to see what he looked like, really, because the, first, the only full game he played was that Rain-Chicago game. Right. But so. it was a bummer of an uh, It is a... Uh, was a bummer. Uh, their decision's kind of made now. It's like, do you stick with Purdy? Yeah. Do you, you got to stick land? It got made Brady. for them. Yeah. The Eagles. Looking at the Eagles side, Jalen Hurts. He needs to. He needs to learn how to sing. My lord. He, he was singing that. I didn't watch this. I didn't watch those clips. Oh, you didn't? No, he's singing Saw the. I watch. Yeah, he's singing the Eagles fight song, and I don't think he knows half the words, and I he can't. He's a terrible singer. I know the words to that song. I, every everyone on the Eagles should know the words to that song. I thought well, I saw AJ it, Brown tweet out like, yeah, I need to learn need the to words to the, the song. Words. It's like, yeah. dude, if I got traded to a team, that would be the first thing I learned. Yep. Time to learn the fight song. Committing to a school and learning the fight song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they 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 played a hell of a game. They had a they've had a, a road to the the Super Bowl through Jan, Daniel Jones and half a Brock party. So, not even. Yeah, not even. Sixty fourth of Brock Purdy. <laughs> so, they yes, they had an easy road, but it doesn't undermine. They've been the best team in football all year. They've been blowing out teams all year. So they they rightfully do deserve to be there, and I do think they have the best one of the best rosters in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's just it just left a sour taste. That's all it was. Just a a gross game. But congrats to them. And. I don't. I don't really know what much else to say because it's not like I have any big opinions about the the Eagles' defense or anything. Because I don't know how much was them and how much was so little that yeah. you can take away from yeah. this game. Yep. But I will like there are two things can be true. You can face injured or bad quarterbacks and have an easy road to the Super Bowl. You can also be a really good team and look dominant, and, like get the credit that you deserve. Both those things can be true. Oh, yeah. They very well could have beaten two really good teams and still made it to the Super Bowl. They're that good of a team. Uh, yeah, it just I, so happened that they faced two shitters. Yeah. Like, they don't understand that. They no, think the that Eagles, when yeah. people say they have an easy path, people are saying that they're not good. No, they're good. I mean, clearly they're good. It, <laughs> like, they're still in the Super Bowl. It's just that they, had, they did. They had an easy path. And- you were still the best team in the NFC all season. So that's oh, that's where you should like end up. Yeah, please relax a little bit. The the one thing I do got to say is that the the defensive line really did show show their dominance early in the game and throughout the whole game. And I think going into the Super Bowl, we'll talk about the Chiefs the AFC Championship in a second. But going into the Super Bowl, that's going to be a huge factor because the the Bengals. I mean, they they couldn't get to Mahomes really at all. And let's yeah, that's not going to be the case in the Super Bowl. Oh, not at all. So, Bengals, Chiefs. This was a, this was a, it was kind of, I mean, I still kind of thought this was a bad game. I know it was a three-point game and it was close, yeah. but I thought it was pretty shittily played. It felt like there was penalties I mean, the f- flying all over yeah. the place. There was, uh, it, it felt like sloppy football. It's almost like the perfect shit ending to a shitty game. Yeah. The first yeah. three quarters were very forgettable. Mm-hmm. No, it and, like it seems like the game started 
like it's it started to get memorable when Mahomes drops that fumble for no reason. Mm-hmm. He just slips and falls on a banana peel, yeah. and the Bengals get the ball because then it's you know it's Joe Burrow going down. He's got to score, and then you got the the last Mahomes drive. The thing with me, the the Bengals offense. I mean, I did not expect their their running game to just completely go away, and their offensive. I mean, maybe it's because the the Bills just didn't have a good pass rush or or what, but the offensive line just completely crumbled to back to where they were. Yeah, and like you do, you got to give credit to the Chiefs because if there's one thing that is good on defense, it is the pass rush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Frank Clark and Chris Jones, like yeah. animals up there. And it was only a matter of time before the offensive line got exposed. I don't know. Last week is still a mystery. They played so well. I don't know what happened. Yeah, they. I mean, they have. They had five sacks allowed. It looked like. It sounded. It felt like they had like twenty, and yeah. it also felt like every. It was like the first couple plays. It was like, oh, Joe Burrow already has four sacks on him. Like we're, we're driving. We're like we're two drives in. Yeah, here we go. Sacks on him. Yeah. Gonna set the record for sacks in a game. Sacks in a game. Yeah. His uh, his picks. The one tip pick. Well, I guess it's a tip pick. I don't really know how to how to explain it. But he did throw it in double coverage. His uh, his other pick. I don't where what what was his other pick? I just remember the tip one. And this is we're talking all the way to Sunday. Uh, I also don't remember. But two turnovers. It does feel like a long time ago. Yeah. No, it feels like forever ago. It's only it's only been. Four days feels like forever ago, but anywho, Mahomes didn't have any turnovers besides that fumble. They cut, they tap tap care of the ball. God, I'm like, let me take a water break. You take, you take the reins, and they uh they 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 showed business basically. They took care of business. Yeah, I mean, like their team was really impressive, and it, like when you compare it to last year's AFC Championship, like that was an all time game, like. The team's making plays throughout the game, and like this was almost the total opposite. Where you know, these two teams are really, really good, but they looked like a couple six and ten teams out there. Yeah, yeah. And then like I, we got to address it. Fourth quarter turned into a total ref show. Yep. Which again was... leaves a sour taste in your mouth. And I'm not saying that the refs cost the Bengals the game, but it sucks when we have to talk about the referees. In a game of this magnitude, it definitely, especially like both good teams, as we both just mentioned, it seemed like the Chiefs could beat them without the ref ball, and it just comes in, and it comes in at like blatant times and obvious times, and that last, what was his name, uh, Osai, 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 yeah, Joseph mm-hmm. Osai will forever be known as the guy who pushed Patrick Mahomes out in the AFC Championship. And it sucks. Like this, that sucks. It does suck. But that's that's where he's that's where he's gonna end up in football lore. Life. I mean, yeah. it's like uh, what's Marcus Williams. Yeah, I don't Marcus... care how good of a career he has. He whiffed on digs yep. at the Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah. He uh, the also the he is. Frank Clark. He, he's he's got one of his own offsides against. Oh, that Patriots. was D Ford. D Ford. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, and D Ford is a stud. Yeah, that, well, that's a, the other thing that sucked is that Joseph Asai actually had a pretty decent game, but mm-hmm. it's all it all got it all got vanquished when he when he hit Mahomes out of bounds. And did they have to show him on the sideline as much as they did? 
No, but it's all if part the of the camera was on him for multiple minutes. And the just poor like guy's just years, sobbing. Nobody went up and like put their arm around him. No, there was one guy, number 96. Yeah. He at the end put his arm around him, but it, oh, it was hard it was to watch. Just, it was hard to watch. And there's post game pressers where he's talking, and it's just, it, you feel bad for the guy. And I mean, I don't think that's like, he's just trying to make a play. He hit him a little too late, and it happened. It wasn't even like he hit him, like, he barely touched him. Yeah. When you he, see that, it's an automatic flag. I'm not saying it's not, but it wasn't like it was not egregious. No, it's not like he picked him up or shoved him or anything. He just yeah. he just put his two hands on him and just pushed him. And mm. the worst part is I don't know if he got injured that game or not, but he looked like he freaking yeah. tore his ACL the second he did that. Yeah, seriously. And I just think that like I know it's Mahomes and he's running out of bounds and you gotta protect the quarterback, but and I guess maybe it would be a big... Do you think it would be a bigger deal if they didn't call that? Because it was so egregious. Probably. Yeah. Probably. It, the way he fell, like, there was no way you couldn't call it. He had his hands on him, too. It wasn't, like, a flop. <sighs> and maybe, like, maybe he sold it. He did. But he also has the bad leg in the first place, so it probably wouldn't have taken much. Knock him on the ground. But sets him up for the, the game-winning field goal. And... And also, they still had a little bit of time left. Did they, they could have very easily. I thought so. Let's see. Do they? Have they the, they had to kick off. Like they could have ran at least one more play. Okay, let me. I'm looking at the uh, the summary drives. Okay. How long did the field goal end up being? The field goal at the end was. 31 yards. It was only 31 Oh, yards? that's it. Why is it showing me a year ago? No, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong one. Um, Can't I find, like, game? Yeah, I'm trying to find, like, the scoring log. You know? Yeah. I think I'm almost there. This is good podcasting. I know. We, we it's a 45-yard field goal with three seconds left. Yeah, there was no other time for them to to get to get another play. But it ended with three. The field goal ended with three seconds, so they could have had time to run one play, like seven yards, and make it a fifty-three yard field goal. I very oh, easily oh, could have oh, happened. Oh, okay. You know also, what I'm saying yes, yes, yes. I thought you meant like the Bengals. I was so confused. Okay, yeah. No, you're right. Oh no. And it also the play before was also. A detri- they, they let the punt returner get 45 yards down the field. They shouldn't have been in that position anyways where Jermaine Pratt, or not Jermaine Pratt, there, Joseph Asai can push him out of bounds and cause that, cause that penalty to happen because they shouldn't have been in field goal range anyways. There was a pretty egregious block in the back that was missed on that part. No, I mean, that, and that's the thing about ref ball is like they, when it gets to this level of people complaining, it gets to... Oh well, look what they missed here. Look what they missed here. Look what they missed here, and it's it's so annoying because it's like you can't you can't. There was that, and there was another one on that on the shove play. The holding, did you see that one? Yes, yeah, holding they by missed. the Chiefs. That one was bad too. That was a big one too. I was a big, it was, and that one like <laughs> it was pretty clear. And I know it's tough to make a call in that scenario, but but if you're gonna make the other call, 
you know, it's like you gotta pick, you yeah. gotta do all of them. You can't just pick your battles. Some stones. But again, like I'm not blaming. I don't want to blame refs for this outcome. As a Bengals fan, eh, I still wouldn't. I would be upset. But no, it's not they, like again. It's not City, like a Rams Saints game. Yeah. Like it was literally you had the game won. The, the refs took it away. The Bengals. I mean, they couldn't get any running attack. Their offense, their passing attack even looked iffy. The the best play of the game by them was on that fourth and three. They just throw it to double covered Jamar Chase, and he just goes up yeah. and snags it. That was the well, I think the play of the game, and it that was like I I was watching it when they were you know do live. I was watching with people, and I was like, what do they do? Like they're throwing it, like they're throwing it that <laughs> far, double covered, and then Jamar just like hops out of the two people and grabs it. So. Yeah. That was cool, but they didn't have much. Like it wasn't like they were having these these great drops. Like they ended with twenty points. So I thought I thought that it was game over when the Bengals got the ball back, with like three minutes to go, deep in their own territory, and then they had that third and sixteen that they converted on. Mm-hmm. They got that. I was like, it's over. Yeah, that's they, that they was had, the chance to stop them. They're going right down. Away. They're going to score. They had did a yeah, away, and they couldn't. So, they, as much as you want to blame the refs, I mean, it's the players still got to play and still got to score points. The refs aren't, you know, putting points. I put more players. blame on the line than I do on the refs. Yeah, I'd agree. It also... Burrow, like, as good of a play as that was by Jones, like, <laughs> get, there's nothing he could do there, really. So, maybe next time, before the Bengals go to the AFC Championship, they should not talk as much shit as they did. I would agree with that. They gave him every bulletin board material they could possibly like, do. Say it in the locker room. Yeah, say it to yourselves. Say it in the locker room. Call Burrowhead before the game. No. Call Burrowhead after the game. Yeah. It just it makes it so easy to to get them riled up, to get them and clearly they were thinking about it, because afterwards Mahomes mentioned it. Travis Kelsey called the mayor a jabroni. The, that was pretty funny. That was funny, pretty funny. And the, the like this, this Chiefs team, they clearly felt like underdogs, even even though they shouldn't have been. They shouldn't have felt like underdogs, and because of all this talk and all because of all that, that's what it felt like. So, all I gotta say is now that we have we've discussed both, I hate the Super Bowl. I hate it with a passion. It's not ideal. No, it's really not. But you hate like you don't want the Chiefs to win because you're worried about Brady, right? Not even. I heard that on part of my take. I was like, that's kind of, I don't, like, I don't think anyone's going to ever get seven. I just, yeah. I just don't like the Chiefs either. I just don't like both teams. Why don't you like the Chiefs? Next, yeah, because they're in the AFC. Yeah, they're good. And they, they, they seem like they get every call, which, which always, they me. never beat you. That is true. They did never beat, but they, they beat us in regular season. They, there's always a pain in the ass. I don't know. I just, I never liked them. Uh, coming into this game, of the torch. maybe could you be. see it from the other side? It sucks, doesn't it? What? Watch it. Having a dominant team in your conference. Oh yeah. Gets yeah, every call and is yeah. always in the AFC championship. Yeah. Five straight for them. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a lot. It is, yeah. I guess understand right. why. Yeah. Why people hate you now? Yeah. Yeah. No, I've always <laughs> understood why people hated the Patriots. Don't get me okay. wrong. Okay. But the Super Bowl matchup. Eagles, 
Chiefs. I I said immediately after the Chiefs won, I said that the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh. I don't I don't like it. I, actually, I'd rather I'd rather have the Chiefs win, but I think mm. the Eagles are going to win. I mean, you're probably right because I think the Chiefs are going to win. Oh no, I'm definitely I've been right dead there. wrong. <laughs> we, I mean, we've both been pretty pretty. We've had a bad postseason. Yeah. Our postseason has been pretty pretty horrendous, but. That's right. I officially picked the Chiefs for this game. Okay. I hit that, and the Eagles had the Niners, and I don't count that one as a loss. Because <laughs> right. we didn't... It wasn't fair. It's actually, like, I have owned all my losses that year, this year. That one was not fair. You're not taking that one? That's fair. I will not take blame for that one. Alright, that's fair. Got ripped so- off on that. The Super Bowl, we're going to have, you know, we have this, this two weeks to cover it, so we'll have plenty of time to go in-depth about the matchups, about this and that. So we're just going to give this one, just give our, our blanketed pick. I'm just saying the Eagles. And you're going to go the Chiefs, I guess. I'll t- yeah, I'll ride with the Chiefs. Nice. I-, I won't fade myself this week, I guess. <laughs> so we have, just so we have some competition. Yeah, yeah, honestly. The final wise bowl. Yeah. yeah, the wise wise Super Bowl. Winner takes all. The super wise bowl. Super wise bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine right. if we had an actual wise Super Bowl. That would be pretty sick. And just Patriots, that would yeah, be a disaster. That would be a disaster. I don't know what we'd be able to do. We wouldn't be able to do anything. We just have to have like a podcast pod. every day. <laughs> just keep talking about it. Right. Leading up to the game, after the game, we would just have to take like two weeks off. <laughs> Probably. I'll look at each other. It'll be next year, Howell versus Mac Jones. <laughs> That's right. So, we'll be great. All right, so, I guess that's that's all we're going to do for, for here. I guess any last words on the either of the championship games? Oh, I mean, we got, we got two weeks to cover the Super Bowl and not that much else, so. Nope, but there and was we'll some have things. Every, every angle of this game we'll have covered. Oh, yeah. And, of course, the one thing that we did very, I thought we did pretty well last year was the uh, the prop bets. So we will have yeah. plenty and plenty of prop bets to give we'll out. We'll be giving my final score prediction. Yes, you have to. You have to. Now. <laughs> I can hit two in a row. Yeah, let's see if you can get two in a row. Incredible. Not to overthink it. All right. We, ha- we do have some news. The NFL, even though it's it's two weeks until a game gets played, there's always NFL news coming out. And the first one, Sean Payton getting dealt to the, the Denver Broncos. So the, the New Orleans Saints will get the 29th overall pick in the NFL draft, 2024 second-round pick, and the Denver Broncos get Payton and a, thir- a future third overall pick. Chris, what I think it's so funny that they're giving up another pick. That's what I was. Their first round pick. This is now <laughs> three first round picks just to try to like two is for Russell Wilson, and now one is to try to save his career. They double down. Like I, I respect it. I respect it for doubling down too. You gotta like you. You already have the guy. Now it's like we were stuck with them. We already paid him, and we're stuck with it. We might as well get the best coach we could possibly get to try to resurrect him. Basically, and if it doesn't work out, like tank is on. And if it doesn't work, like, and if the funny thing is, like, if it doesn't work out, it's his twenty ninth pick of the of this year's draft. 
like is that really the the main thing we're going to be missing like we already gave up the fifth overall pick right. <laughs> so we might as well give up the 29 who cares at this point <laughs> no honestly i so peyton with the broncos i i'm just assuming that it's going to be all right but it's all right just all right i don't think it's going to be anything special but i think it'll be all right like i think it'll turn around russ Maybe they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think they're gonna make any noise or anything. Yeah. And I, I, like, I don't, I don't really know. Like, is the 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 Saints are just just hanging out? I guess they're they have Dennis Allen still, and they're gonna they have Jameis, and they're gonna cut. They Jameis got their pick back. back. Yeah, I guess they got a pick. Back. Their pick, but they got a pick back. They got a pick back. So I guess good for them too. I get. I think honestly, the Broncos got fleeced, but. I mean, yeah, the Saints were just waiting around for that contract to expire, right? Pretty much. They had no real leverage. No, and they had no real reason to keep them. Like, they already went, moved on to Dennis yeah. Allen. Unless you wanted to come back and coach them, it's not like they were holding right. them for anything. And he goes to the AFC. That was definitely, like, a mutually agreed-upon decision for him to stop coaching. Like, not oh, yeah. a mutual, like, it was a him. Yeah. They are like, yeah, like, we can have you step down. But yeah, and I think I mean like I think I think Sean Payton wasn't very good on TV, and he's no. had you know he's I, I the the funniest thing though was afterwards immediately somebody posted the Kevin James picture and it said uh, <laughs> Sean Payton in Denver, so that that made me laugh. It always uh, does. I miss that. Have you, you saw? Did you that watch was, the movie? Never watched it. No. We we got to do some over the summer. We got to do a review. It's so bad. You. We were going to, and you were you watched like half of it, and you texted me, and you were like, "I don't know if we can do this movie review. It's, it's so this bad, bad. It's, and I never it, watched it. It's literally garbage. I did, I ended up finishing the movie. <laughs> it's bad. Good. Yeah. Home team. Yep. Home team. I, I want to see what the ratings are on home home team because it's it's really bad. Six out of ten on IMDb. Twenty one percent Rotten Tomatoes. Twenty three percent Metacritic. I'm more on the twenty one percent than the six. Yeah. <laughs> One percent is not very good. No, not at all. 38% audience score. Oh, and Taylor Lautner's in it. <laughs> oh, good for them. Whatever that's worth. Yeah. Boy. All right. The big, the big news of the day. The reason why I'm wearing this. Good old, good old Tom Brady is retired once again. And this time it seems like it's for good. It's leading seems every- like... It's leading everything on the news today. It's all the headlines. I'm sure everyone is aware of it. And it seems like it's for good. It's the the tone of voice in the video. Yeah. Seemed like he was like at peace with this decision. No, and I thought I thought the video was cool. Like he he just did a selfie video. Wasn't anything Mm -hmm. crazy. Wasn't this long essay again. And he even called for a press conference. Yeah, it wasn't a press conference. And he even said in his thing, which I thought was pretty funny. He's like, oh, I already wasted my, my big, long speech or big, long letter to mm. everyone. And I already, like, I already did that all before. And, I mean, now he's retiring. He, he had a, this one final year, and this man, this probably has to be, he said he had no regrets, but that 23rd season had to have been his biggest regret of his oh. life. How to be. Because not only did he end up, he ended up losing to the Cowboys for the first, the first and only time as his final game. 
He lost his wife. An embarrassment. Yeah, an embarrassment. Whole and, season was an embarrassment on the field. Yep. Off the field. It, that was worse. also an embarrassment. I mean, like he's, yeah. he's he's in the public news with his with his wife. He's skipping practices. He's going to Robert Kraft's birthday Skinny. party. Huh? Skinny. His Skinny. jaw. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that. I'm happy for Tom. I'm glad he's. Am too. I'm glad he's finally at peace with himself. Cause I was I was worried that he was just gonna never quit. That's that's and like what was he gonna go to the Niners next year and learn a whole new offense at age forty six for another year and play or like I don't know and try to help them win a Super Bowl and I guess he probably could because of their roster but it just it there it was so many like where's he gonna go all this stuff and I'm glad he just took this week just put it all to bed that's what I I like about it put everything to bed and I mean. You can't ask for a better career than that. I don't think anyone's going to ever <laughs> get close to to seven rings. And he's he's going to be – like, they could put him in the Hall of Fame tomorrow and no one would complain. I was talking to one of my buddies about it earlier, and, like, there's no debate. Nope. Who could you even say that challenge him for good so status? So this morning – There's for some, no one. For some reason, I'm watching uh, First Take this morning. Mm. And they have Mike and the Mad Dog uh, back for, like, some special episode. I don't even know. They didn't even know, like, Tom Brady was going to retire or anything. And they, they have him back. Oh, really? And freaking Mad Dog comes in. And they ask this stupid question, like, who would you rather have in a Super Bowl, Tom Brady or Joe Montana? He's like, oh, give me Joe every time. Like, he didn't lose <laughs> one. And, like, he, uh, what's to say? Oh well, that's yeah, that's that's different. But yeah, it, so he's he's out here already taking shots at him, already saying that Joe Montana's better. And I was like, is he like trying to get him back in the? He's trying to get him to get his helmet back on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it doesn't take much. No, it doesn't take much. He'll get him out there. And it was it was so funny just watching that. I was just like, really? That's that's yeah. really what's gonna happen uh, on the day he retires. So now. They said that he's he's in line. He signed that big deal with Fox last year, and they said he's going to take it. So I, it's funny. Fox has a Super Bowl. It'd be funny if they're just like, "Oh, we're trying him out now." Tom Brady, yeah. he's going to be in another Super Bowl. That'd be uh, pretty cool. I think that would be pretty cool. So the the announcers now, it's who is it? The Fox ones. Is it? Oh, Burkhart I guess. And Olsen? Yeah, yeah. Olson, hot seat. I'd see yeah, seriously. Uh, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see if he is is going to be good at this because he. We know he's analytical. We know he can, uh, you know, play the game of football and read defenses and stuff like that. But I wonder if he's going to be able to portray it like Tony Romo or or Joe Buck or everyone else, uh, Chris Collinsworth, like everybody else announcing it. It's, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I'm sure, he'll be fine. Yeah, I'm sure he will too. I feel like he's been. In the media for so long, mm-hmm. not like a member of the media, but he's been around it and probably understands it so well at this point. Peyton, kind of. Mm-hmm. Peyton yeah. could be great in the booth. He just, I don't, must just no, not want to. He'd rather do to. his other stuff. No, Peyton, yeah, he'd rather be in every commercial and have his own show. Yeah. But he's but, got, like, he has the personality now. Like, ever since he left for Tampa, he's become like corny and more 
trying to be a jokester and has more of a presence personality wise. Yeah. Yeah, That's the funny thing is for, you know, for not out of of like for like 15 of his Patriots years, he never had an Instagram, never had anything, never said anything. And then one, a couple of his later years, I don't even know if he, if it was for any of the Super Bowls, it might've just been that last year, but he gets an Instagram, he gets personalities. He's making these videos with Gronk. So I guess it was that, that last Super Bowl. But he's making videos with Gronk. He's, he's doing all this and that. So you're right. He's making himself into a personality. And no matter what, like, nobody's going to be like, nobody's going to have the balls to come out and be like, oh, he's garbage. Unless yeah. he does like, just <laughs> truly, truly suck. Well, Romo's getting shit on now. Okay, you know why? Because it's, oh, my God, Jim. Here we go, Jim. Here's the biggest play of the game, Jim. It's like. Calm down, Tom, Tony. It's the first quarter. It's third down in the first quarter. Calm. Him, him in the playoffs is uncontrollable. It's unbearable. I'm not gonna lie. It's unbearable. <laughs> I didn't have the sound on for most of the game. It, it was off. Not because of like because I hate him that much. I just happen to not have it on. But no, he. It's, uh, it's a lot. And he's. A I good think it's at, funny that like I, I don't. Think it's funny. I don't. Too. It doesn't bother me. I don't think it bothers like, me right, that much. Give it a rest. It's I think just it's funny. Like, just relax a little bit. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's a bit, a bit much. Yeah. But it's the, it's the, the thing that bothers me. It's, it's every third down is this is the biggest play of the game. Coming up here, oh, yeah. Jim, Jim. This is the biggest play of the game, Jim. But anywho. Then, like, when there's a close – the best is when there's, like, a close play. Mm-hmm. They, they start to go to commercial, and he just loses his mind. Like, oh, I thought it was, oh, Jim, that, ah, I don't know, we'll see after the break. Yo, yeah, but when the, oh, when the refs are down. reviewing something, I don't, I don't know, Jim, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like, relax, just let the refs take Dude, care of it. Yeah, right, <laughs> it's not your job to know. God. But the uh, Brady, I mean, wrap that up He's with his family, hopefully, I wonder, it'll be interesting to see if he can, uh, he can rekindle his love. Giselle, but I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Either. She's doing apparently she's doing it like an exclusive interview. Oh, a tell all, a tell all. Yeah, man. The oh, I'm pretty excited for that. And part of the Tom Brady headlines, yeah. it's Giselle Bunchen sends heartfelt message to Tom following retirement. I want to see what the heartfelt message is. Honestly, oh, what is it? Let me see. I hate clicking on news stuff because it's like, oh, your ad blocker's on, uh, this and that. All right. It's this website you might have gotten. I have to go down the rabbit hole. I got a – mine's on Fox News. Okay. And I'm looking at where – all right. I'm retiring for good, blah, yada, yada. Why can't I see what she said? All right, well, this is terrible podcasting. I'm not going to look for <laughs> stupid Giselle Bunch and quotes. The, uh, any, any final thoughts on Tom? Any? Hope, uh, hope he gets back to being healthy. He, he worries. He's been worrying me a little bit. Yeah, I need to see some meat on his bones. And now that he's done retiring, can we see this guy eat a cheeseburger? Like, let's just got, <laughs> let this guy get a burger, get a burrito, enjoy some food, Tom. I just world. want him to like kick back and relax. Yeah, it's gotten to the point where like I started to feel bad for him, and like, like don't feel bad for him. Like he's so rich and he's won seven Super Bowls, and I'm like, yeah, but he's like an addict. He is an addict. His addiction just happens to be 
football and winning. Yeah, it's his, his addiction in winning. That's the... <laughs> but, like, he's quit now. Now. Last time he quit, he was only clean for, like... You're right, he's addicted. It's like he's trying to... He's kind of quick nicotine. Last time... Well, he he's going to start chewing well. nicotine gum by <laughs> yeah. going in the booth. No, yeah, no, and that's going to be... He's going to, like, show up at the Pro Bowl. Be like, Let me just get a couple throws in. <laughs> my, my arm's a little like my arm's a little feeling good feeling feeling stray like let me get um you quit i know i've been well but like um, it's just today yeah yeah come like on. i'm with i'm with all the boys like yeah yeah come on I mean, come just on. let me sling one yeah <laughs> for all time's sake <laughs> tom you can't play football and drive ah come on just, just, <laughs> just a couple balls just a couple balls <laughs> all right well Th- let me let me say a, th- a thank you, Tom Brady. Love the memories, love the, everything that you give me, and I'm I'm just happy I never have to see you in a Tampa Bay uniform ever again. That's what I'm most. I also about. will say, like my perception of him changed a lot over the last few years. I don't know why. I get like I guess maybe the more that he won, the more respect that I gained for him. Where it wasn't just like, oh, like it's Tom Brady and the Patriots. I hate him. It kind of turned to where, like, I actually was rooting for him to win. Yeah, once you got older and, like, the like especially this year, the divorce and the, the stuff like mm. that, I definitely, I could see. the And I think you're not the only one. It's, like, the public eye especially turned. And I think the key of where it turned is when he actually won that Super Bowl with the Chiefs. The Bucks, Or with the Bucks against the Chiefs. Right. That he, he afterwards, you know, he's he's drinking the tequila. He's... Uh, stumbling around, he's getting held up, touchdown Tommy, all that stuff. So I think that definitely added to his public perception and his likeliness. And it's also that he moved on from one team dominating to another team winning its its first Hmm. or second Super Bowl. So, Well, and not being in Boston helps. Yeah, I think that that You guys in general are pretty pretty hated. All right. Well, speaking of some hate, some beef brewing. We uh, the, today was a very important day for 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 both of us, Chris. And day. The, it was Nick Harbor Day, February first, one p.m. I was waiting all day for it. I was up at like eight thirty. I was just like all day. I was just like, hmm. it's close, close. It's time. Um, I guess when I, you don't have a winning basketball team, that's what you. No, that's what I fucking forward to. Yes, yeah, exactly, exactly, and. God, you had to bring up basketball so soon. Anywho. <laughs> well, I had to get it in there first, just so you weren't riding too high. That's true. The So, if you haven't heard of the news, Nick Carber, the guy that we were talking about uh, in multiple podcasts, it was between Maryland, Oregon, South Carolina. He finally committed to South Carolina, and he will be a South Carolina Gamecock. It, huge. Huge for the Shane Beamer program, huge for the NIL era, and we we beat Phil Knight. Mm-hmm. Are you ex- at least excited about that, that we beat Phil Knight, and at least he's not going to Oregon? I wouldn't care if he went to Oregon. Yeah, I'm just glad. I, big, uh... I mean, well, you guys, like, your NIL package was, I think, just as good as theirs. It just happened that the founder of Nike runs the school. Yeah. Like, also, having the connection is a bigger deal, especially for a guy who wants to go to the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he wants to be a track runner. That's the one thing. Our, our track program is pretty good. And I... He just didn't play football. 
What? He just didn't play He's football. Like, nah, I'm, I'm just committing for track. Sorry, guys. He uh, he actually, he like his apparently his girlfriend got enrolled here the earlier this year, got accepted here, and is starting to enroll here. Oh, so okay. that's that's where the biggest like momentum came up, I guess, from the South Carolina side, and. So he will play. He's he's a an athlete, and I'm pretty sure he'll be playing yeah, tight end right. for us. What? And I just said. Yeah, yeah, tight end for us, and five star. He's the seventh highest Gamecock recruit of all time, and it's just it's going to be exciting. It's going to be exciting for the program. Exciting for Rattler. It's going to help this offense be more dynamic, and I'm excited. I get to see him. Like, there's been a lot of guys where I've been excited, and it's I realized they're like. 2024 or you know and so now i'm I'm excited that he's coming next year he looks like a beast he's already comparing himself to megatron which is kind of weird but the uh i'm excited to see how he goes yeah yeah i know but he said he's bigger and fat he's big he said he's bigger a little bit skinnier and faster all right interesting does he want to play receiver then eventually I guess he's so. Maybe skinnier he's, than he's not going to play tight end. Maybe he's just. He's already huge. Yeah, but. he is. He's two twenty five and six five, as a senior in high school. That's. Yeah. Oh, I've seen him in person. Oh yeah, he went to your Bended basketball game. Two of our basketball games. Yeah. I guess it wasn't good. Yeah, he's a monster. The I'm glad he didn't go to our basketball games. Yeah, he definitely would have picked somewhere else. But anywho, the. I guess yeah, tight end receiver. Maybe he's comparing himself to Megatron just because he's gonna—he knows he's gonna be running routes or whatever. But oh. I don't know. dynamic weapon that I'm excited to see how they use. And Shane Beamer, I mean, he just keeps keeps excelling at what he's doing. Uh, he really is like—he's like the perfect—he's like the perfect, like the perfect uh, first two years of a coach that you could possibly ask for. It seems like, unless you know, one could win a national championship. But for a realistic. SEC coach that's coming in, bringing a new culture. He's done a hell of a job and has really turned this program around into a, a feedable force in the SEC and hopefully college football. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm happy for you. I'm glad. So there was, there's been, you know, because of this, there's been some quote unquote beef between South Carolina and University of Maryland. And yesterday, like, there was this guy, he tweeted out, it was like Gamecock Talks or whatever, some, one of the guys I follow. And he was just, the, he was like, why? He was like, oh, I'm dining on turtle soup tonight. And I was like, dude, like, come on. Why even give them any recognition? <laughs> like, you're, you're just giving them more recognition than, even first, that they deserve. And second, that, like, there's no, there's no beef here. Nobody in Maryland cares about us. Not a soul. <laughs> So stop making yourself look stupid and worry about, especially last, last night and this week, it's like, they're out. They're out of the race. It's us and Oregon. I, Why are you still worried about Maryland? You, I know you, you had a tweet today that, uh, that was explaining that as well. Well, the, I recently, I re-upped my subscription with 24-7 Sports because they did like a 75% off. And I'm so glad I got in when I did. Because the message boards today have been hilarious. Because some guy, South Carolina guy, made like a new account and then posted on the message boards, like trash talking. Yeah. And 
the responses by the Maryland people could not have been more perfect. Nobody tried to, I guess, like, a few people tried to pick a fight with him. Most people were just, like, aggressively sarcastic, Mm -hmm. like, laughing at this guy. And it just shows that, like, there is no, there's no rivalry at all. Like, for some reason, there's a group of your fans that... I I find it embarrassing. Like (laughs) Barstool Gamecocks was like at Barstool UMD, like suck my Gamecock, and I was like, dude, they were not involved. They were not involved. It was us versus Oregon. Start yelling at Oregon instead, because yeah, I like I texted you the other day and I said it's gonna be Oregon. I know that's what I was hearing. I will call out like well, I will call him out by name, but our insider was wrong like over and over again. (laughs) A month ago, he said he's Maryland's to lose. Then he was saying that, like, South Carolina had no chance. And going into it, he basically said it was Oregon was, like, 50%. Maryland was, like, 35%. And oh, then, like, Carolina and Michigan. He was <laughs> all over the all place. Over and then, like, the 10 minutes before, he he posted and he was like, oh, I'm hearing there might be some last-minute movement on the harbor front. And it's like, well, just in time. Yep. Way to go, buddy great job covering it but he does do a good job with the site so i won't won't criticize him too much but this whole recruitment he did not it was like maybe he was just being informed by the wrong people it was all over the place it could be i like we how did, are you uh, supposed to know i don't understand how these inspires are supposed to know jack shit we talked to like boosters and parents i think oh, okay coaches that's gotta be an awful job <laughs> That's and if suck. you're really nosy, yeah, I guess so. You're just really, really nosy and judgy. Uh, to stick your nose where it doesn't belong. To to recap this and end it off, I I mentioned the the first two years of Shane Beamer. I wanted to, I found the the tweet that actually explains what exactly he got to accomplish. Uh, seven plus games both seasons. Landed a, his first five star recruit since 2020. Uh, which I guess that's really not that like. First five-star, I guess that's fine. But anyways, finished top 25, beat Clemson for the first time in 2013, and beat three ranked teams in a season for the first time since 2013. It just, there's a reason why we extended his contract to add $6 million a year to him. So that, he's, a, he's a hell of a coach. I'm excited that I get to root for him. I do, like, I honestly do. Like, I do root for you guys. No, I know. And I... I now, I don't have any bad blood with the with the Maryland Terrapins, and I know just it's a little bit, not even annoying. It's just like why? Yeah, I I find it. I was just the like, the Jayshon Barham thing has made so pe- so many people angry, and some of those people just hold a grudge. I guess I know, there's nothing like, more toxic gotta, than like the college football recruiting world. Yeah, and grudges within like, that. It's like, like more so than on. politics. Like, like it's really, it's so bad. And it's also like these kids are eighteen. Like, <laughs> That's really the worst be, part of it. That's the worst mad, part. Like mad at this kid for flipping. Like, yeah. who cares? But, but I guess it's it's time to talk about basketball. Uh, you go ahead. We, you know, on the homestand. Two zero. Oh? Exactly what we needed. Three zero. Oh. oh, there you go. There you go. Wisconsin, Nebraska, Indiana. Uh, last night we didn't even play that well. Like they did not shoot well at all. I think we were shooting like thirty percent from the floor at halftime. 
and suffocated them defensively. You ended 34% just from the, the whole game. 22% from three. But it still got worse. And yeah, yeah, they were three of 14 from three within 10 minutes. That was Indiana's game <laughs> plan, I guess, chucking. was just like, let, him let them shoot threes. And we chucked it. They did not fall. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it. Indiana was pretty bad also shooting the basketball. It's just one of those games. But we do play good defense. We I think the crowd helped a lot with Reese Jackson Davis when he airballed a shot like towards the end of the first half. And it's not the same in the second half. The airball chant, like yeah, it's the best it one. works. It's the best one. Because <laughs> it's every time he touches the ball and he touches the ball every possession. So it's a it's a good trick to have up your sleeve, but yeah, I mean that they took care of business at home. There was not a single game that was ended up being close. Like last night was the closest a 10, one. 11 point win. Yeah, yeah, that was the closest one of the three. So we're up, we're over above hundred now in the conference. Got Minnesota Saturday. Soon? They beat Minnesota, which they should. There's a chance. Could be ranked, maybe not. Um, hey, Indiana's really good. I think they were just that was just a really off night for them. That was one of those games where you're riding really high, and then you have to go on the road in the Big Ten, and it's not that shocking that you lose a game. So, not like the end of the world for them. It's not, but it's a big win for us just to finish off that homestand. They have Purdue on Saturday. I think there's a pretty good shot that they beat them. Indiana at home, yeah. And then you have Purdue coming up in a in a, like, about 15 days. Two yeah, that's like two weeks away. Yeah, it, yeah. Home. So we got to start taking care of business on the road. The road. Mm-hmm. We're zero and five in conference on the road. Wow. Six and zero at home. So yeah, you got to take care of Minnesota, Michigan State, and then coming back home, Penn State. That's gonna be a big one for you guys, just because Penn State, and then, right. then Purdue at Nebraska, Purdue at Nebraska, and then Minnesota again, Northwestern, Ohio State, Penn State. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's dwindling away. I'm I'm getting sad. It's not yeah. that many games left. Oh, I know. Just looking at the schedule, we have it on our fridge, like the magnet schedule. Mm-hmm. So I was like, we only have five games left. Yeah. I was including last night. Yeah. Oh, so four. Very sad. Four games out of 17. Damn. Well, I'm glad. This is the best part of the season. Yeah, no, it is. It's 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 worth the wait. Mm -hmm. So what players have have turned it up in this home stretch? It's Jameer. I mean, Jameer Young has been, he's like all Big Ten now. He's been that good. He's getting at least 20 points every single home game. Um. He's like, he's the bucket getter. He's yeah. been struggling on offense for a little bit. It's just get him the ball, let him cook. The guy, he's taking the last shot every time if you need it. Um, he, like, the team runs through him, basically. But Julian Reese, who's been very up and down, really, throughout his whole college career, he's kind of, he's playing more confident, I think. You can just tell the way he moves around uh, and plays defense that he's playing more confident because there was a stretch where he was just like not even going for rebounds, like looked soft. He wasn't going up strong. He's turned it around, which has been huge because they need that down low presence in the big 10. 
those two guys are really what have caused a turnaround, like the team that was scoring 45 points a game. That's been good. Kind of like ascended into the third scorer role, which is good for him. He's not he's like the alpha dog, but mm-hmm. actually he's probably the second scorer. Who? Sorry. I I'll take Scott. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he was so yeah, night. he's kind of taken a less of a role. It's been perfect for him. Oh, it's just like oh, Kevin Willard's the chiropractor. He's making it work. He's adjusted. Adjustments come. He's adjusted. <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys are getting back on track. Uh, on the South Carolina side, we're a dog shit. <laughs> like I just gotta admit it. Like we're so bad, and like I don't even know what the fuck we're doing out there. Like it's it it doesn't make any sense to me. There was actually some sort of crowd presence in this last game against Mississippi State, and I mean they were they they were down by six at halftime, but they were up pretty much the whole half. They kind of just let it slip away at the end, and then the second half they just laid an egg and they they ended up getting blown out by fifteen. It they're a terrible team, and there's like. Three guys out there really trying. And I don't even know if it's trying or if it's just like there's no like I don't know like I I don't know what Lamont's cooking. I have no <laughs> idea. What whenever we're out from a timeout, I'm just like, this is gonna be the worst play that's ever happened. <laughs> they don't they just don't run plays. There was this one play where they they had the guy at the top of the key throw the ball to the guy to the left, and then the guy from the right at the bottom of the key is gonna or the bot at the bottom of the three point line in the corner is going to come up come to the top of the key and get the ball and then they did that three times in a row and i was like are they just running around in circles out there like what the hell is going on <laughs> there's two players to this game had 12 minutes 12 plus minutes and zeros across the whole stat line zeros just zeros zips like they are they're so bad gg jackson uh he, he like we're chanting and like you know we're loud because we're, we're close the whole game until the end, and mm. and one of the plays like they they break a shot, and he looks at he looks at me and he goes, "See what happens when I don't get the ball," and I was just like, "Oh my Wait, god, what? yes, yes," said and then, that, and then proceeded to you to me, looked at me dead in the eyes, said, <laughs> said, "See what he goes, see what happens when I don't get the ball," and then ran down the court, and then proceeded. <laughs> To sit in the corner for the next three plays and pow. Uh, <laughs> he's a kid. No, that's what I like. Is I, that's he's what 17? I gotta, yeah, he no, he's, he's finally 18. But that's yeah. what I like. I, I get it. Like you're 18 and you're, you're clearly the best player on the team. He'll but, mature. But it's like, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, though. he will mature, but he better hope he like NBA scouts <laughs> better not see that. He better hope he matures. Uh, but it, it was it was kind of funny. He's got it. I feel like we can get him on the podcast. Gigi? Yeah. I mean, he knows you. I guess, yeah. I guess he knows who I am. Yeah. We could try. I could try. Uh, the other thing, he, he, told, he, told, he told another player on the Mississippi State team that he has no help and he needs some help. <laughs> what? I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, he was like in the. It's like he's toxic. No, he was like leaning up next to him. And he's like, man, I need some freaking help. Like, I need some help. Out here, man. <laughs> so clearly, you can hear all that. 
yo, yeah, we can hear it. Clearly, the locker room ain't ain't right. There's no clear yeah, the locker there's room. something up. And <laughs> my God, Josh Gray, great, great yeah. game. So Love 14, Josh Gray. Fourteen rebounds, six points. He could have had more, but the refs, the refs freaking hate him. They hate him so much. I gotta admit, this we have been to so many games, and they've there have been so many poorly officiated games. That was the worst officiated game I've ever been to. There was Aye. there was so many non calls. There was so many times where the South Carolina like they called two goaltendings on the offense, and like the one like the one Josh Gray comes up and he what? taps it in. Grim interference. Yeah, basically, and like the guy was like, "Oh, it's still spinning." It's like it wasn't spinning. He couldn't have touched it if it was in the rim. If it was in the rim, he couldn't have touched it. Like, if it was going in, why would he jump up and touch it in? So, they, and there was, he just never gets any foul calls. Uh, and he, he, he laid his hat. He was putting in the most effort out there. And I, <laughs> since I, that, he, he can get on the pod. You definitely get Josh Gray on the pod. Because after the game, I was like, ah, oh, I'll shoot him a text. And I was like, yeah. hey, like, great game out there. Sorry it wasn't the result that we wanted. And he just sends back, thanks. I'm really trying out here, man. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I can see that. I'm so like, I feel so bad for you, but they just like they none of the they don't even look like they really want to play anymore. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. I guess at this point in the season, no, and I'm worried. Like what, so, one in nine the conference. Yep. A GG who's toxic. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> who just wants to go to the NBA and. Yeah, playing for nothing. Until the SEC tournament, you're basically playing for nothing. No, yeah, we're playing for absolutely nothing. And I does it, everyone make all the conference tournaments? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then we're good. Because I, I thought Riley my 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 roommate Riley old old roommate Riley and I were talking before the game and we were like, if we don't get a couple more games, are we even gonna make the SEC tournament? <laughs> uh but like this uh I feel so I I cause I, I love all these players too, but they're just I don't know if it's coaching or if it's just that they're all pretty bad, but I don't, I can't, <laughs> I, it's hard to watch. And what worries me is this weekend we have Arkansas coming up mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm not going to be there. I have a, I have a, a, a trip planned with my girlfriend. I won't be there. So they're, they're someone's really, gotta, someone's got to step gotta up. Fill the void. <laughs> someone's got to step up. And I got to say this Mississippi game, I was loud. I was really feeling myself. <laughs> like I was really at it. And the half the player number 13, uh DJ Jeffries and William McNair on the Mississippi State Bulldogs, tuck in your shirts. Act like a professional. <laughs> I was yelling at him, I swear half the game tucking their shirts. The every- we weren't allowed to play in rec ball if we didn't have our shirts tucked. That's what in. I'm saying. And I all right, and also at one point of the game. The ref makes a horrific call, and I'm standing there yelling behind him. This this woman who's actually who's actually in the front row because people have to pay for the front row, and like mm. so he she's there, and she was actually helping me out a little bit. And <laughs> I told you there was actually a crowd presence there, so that was really why it was sad that we lost. And anyways, the ref, I'm like saying something, and he just like. Basically, it seems like he did like a jump. It just did a three sixty jump. Stares right at me with these bug eyes, and, <laughs> and like just starts staring at me. And I just I'm standing there like this, like I like I, like I, what are you gonna kick me out? He threw you out. Yeah, I was like, what are you gonna do? Like kick me out? Tee me up? Like come on now. Yeah. And 
he just turns around and keeps keeps going. So I don't know if the girl in fr- the front said something that I couldn't hear or touched him. Right. But mm. he looked like he was ready to boot us. And I just was like, and then immediately went back to chirping him afterwards. Yeah, right. Second he moved. I guys, do you guys have bald refs? Oh, yeah. We have one, we one give, guy with a big shot. give the bald refs the business. <laughs> there was this one guy with a bunch of hair gel that we gave some business. We were like, put your hair gel in your way. Yeah. We have, call. there's a guy with a bad hairline, baldy, Dorito chip. Dorito uh, chip. Yeah. <laughs> He's like really short and he just has, like, his back is a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no I'm and there's that's that's all I got I'm just, zero I'm, I'm broken yeah I'm broken though I'm broken. every every episode I think yeah yeah that's true and I I'm just holding on to that because the year zero looks like he can't coach for shit <laughs> <laughs> but let's get his guys in here let's get his right that's what I was gonna yeah. say he needs you need like at least three or four years I feel like before you can really Purely judge a college coach. That uh, that also, I I didn't even bring up the the game before in Georgia, where Georgia historically one of the worst basketball programs of all time, and the we go in there, it's a close game. Well, actually, no, it's not even a close game. We're winning by like twelve the whole game, mm. and, and especially late in the second, and they come in, they tie it up, we take it to overtime, and right before overtime. Uh, number 12, Zachary Davis, he's get, he has the ball, he's going for an open layup, and he slips, and he falls, and we go to overtime. And then in overtime, uh, they score eight points, we score five, and it's, it's over. So, that, and also... Nothing going right. No, nothing. Nothing is going right. <laughs> this is a, it's like a year from hell, but it's zero. Uh, <laughs> And what now? One and eight in conference. Overall, we are overall eight and fourteen. Bottom, bottom dwellers of the SEC. There's, I have your Ken Palm page pulled up. Um, might just spare you the. What's it say? Information on here. What's it say? What is uh, it well, you're ranked. It's like the analytics site. Okay. College basketball. You're ranked 255th. Makes sense. Country. Uh, did record. Is he winning one more game? Ten sixteen. What? I mean, let, let me look. Let's see. I don't. I don't. Can we see, share it. I don't see a win on here. Maybe Georgia at the end. He has highest chance of winning a game is thirty two percent against Vanderbilt and against Georgia. Thirty <laughs> two. Based on like, based on the collective per- probabilities of winning. God. Assumes you win one more game. Uh, Bama game at home. He has you losing by 20. 20, that's it? <laughs> We're going to get boat raced. Tennessee away has you losing by 26. Again, and they beat you by I, much more than that. 40 earlier this year. 43 exactly. <laughs> also, Vanderbilt, who beat us by or beat us by five earlier this year, <laughs> just, just got, got torched. just got torched by Alabama, lost by like sixty. So that's gonna be that's what's gonna happen to us. It, that game was so funny because Bama just got beat by Oklahoma. Yeah, so it's like, it's they like just, their first loss in ten games, and then they just took out all of the range on poor yeah, they Vanderbilt. lost by fifty five or 50, <laughs> 56, 57. 101 to forty four. 
Uh, I just that's that's like one of your women's games. It is like one of my women's games. Yeah, they're still killing it. By the way, it's gonna be that's good. That's good to hear. They it's uh, gonna be on the other side of that for the men's yep. game. Yeah, dude, it was dollar hot dog night, and we got a free T-shirt. Oh, nice. At least we got some deal. Yeah, last night or at one of the women's games? No, last night. Last night, okay. and it was nice. We, we finally got some a free T-shirt. First two hundred fifty kids, and I, I think Saturday they're also doing a free T-shirt, and they're doing like some legends autograph at the front. So I guess the one guy that's been in the been really good is gonna be there. <laughs> but anywho, uh, that's that's it. That's all I got. They're not they're not gonna win another game. Uh, let's see. You have good rankings in offensive rebounds. It's just Josh Gray. There you go. He's actually, yeah, he is your best offensive rating. Josh Gray is? Yeah. Huh. Who would have thought? Well, it's probably because he only takes high percentage shots. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He only shot the ball 61 times. No, he he rarely shoots the ball. Donk. (laughs) I love for Donk. Yeah. Yeah, he's not very good. He's atrocious. Yeah, I... (laughs) I like the guy. I don't. He's not a great ball yeah. player. Not. Oh man. What is Michi? What's what's his rankings looking like? Um, it's a rating of ninety four. That's like third on the team. And Brown, decent. Brown can't make a free throw to save his life. He's twenty five years old. He can't make a free throw. See that? Yeah, sixty three percent. He's awful at it. Awful. Not very he, good. It in a key moment of the game. He's not good at free throws either. Who? Gigi. No, none of them are good at free throws. No. The key moment in the game. Minnesota, Mississippi is up. Uh, I don't know, like six, seven points. Hayden Brown gets fouled. Goes to the line. First, like foul call. It feels like in forever. And the like everybody's cheering. They go silent for the thing. We get the Spurs up. He freaking breaks two of them, both of them, in a key moment of the game where if he makes them, then we could go on a little run and maybe win the game. And oh my god, nothing more frustrating than that. No, that nothing is more frustrating than missing free throws. Because not Uh, only did he do that once, he did that twice in this game. Guys are out of 363 Division One teams. Want to guess where? Or wait, 363. Want to guess where you are in free throws? Oh, in free throws. Yeah. What? Like, like one twenty-ish. Forty-two. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> what are we just ranked wise? I guess what the two over two fifty or something like that. Something yeah, like two fifty-five. That's ridiculous. We shot 50% from the free throws last game. That's one thing that Maryland has done really well this year. There have been things that frustrate me, but we, we shoot free throws, free throws really well. And what bothers me is we, we beat him on the three-pointers. We beat him on well, – actually, we didn't beat him on the offensive rebounds. We beat him on the offensive rebounds, not just not the total rebounds. Uh, 
Mm. We have we have no no assists. Oh, this makes sense. They had eleven steals, eleven steals. We just kept throwing them <laughs> the ball, and then they would go back yeah. and get a wide open layup. We that happened like four times this game. How does that happen four times in one game? That was that was our game against Rutgers. Was like every other possession, we would just throw the ball away. We would just throw it right to the other guy. So frustrating. That and that was us on defense last night. Indiana just turned the ball over all the time. It's just it's so fun when you're on defense. Yeah, no, it is fun, but especially because there's nothing you could do. There's nothing you could do about it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. I'm looking at your numbers and turnover percentage is like one of your offensive rebounding. That's it. 52nd. Man. Effective field goal percentage, 339th. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's just no, there's no, like, it seems like, it seems like they don't play together. Like, it seems like they don't practice yeah. together. I mean, but that's, like, first year head coach, that's fair. Like, it's tough to put together a roster on the fly, and, like, you didn't have that many kids come back, did you? No. No, not really. Oh, I think it is hard like- to do. Not everyone can be Kevin Willard. Uh, I guess you're right. <laughs> you're right. I can't believe he's my beamer. Yeah, yeah, he is. I can't believe we're gonna we're gonna like end the year with our one SEC win being Kentucky. No. <laughs> uh, oh man. What? Uh, let's just let's just hope. Oh, I guess just hope for next year. <laughs> let's uh let's move on. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> You can say, you know, just keep supporting the team. I know I will be. You can. No, no I, you I, will. I, I won't. I'm, I'm missing, sadly, the, uh, the Arkansas game, but I'll be at Vanderbilt. I'll be at Alabama. I'll be at Georgia. So. Maybe uh, lightning strikes again. Hopefully. Get, get lightning in a bottle again. God damn. All right. Well, oh, wait, no mind. That's away. We're good. You ready? Ready to call it? That's all I got. That's all I got too. We ended up hour and fourteen. A lot, lot happened. So, thank you all for listening. Uh, and I guess go Cox. See everybody. Terps. See everybody Friday. Which? Oh, that's what I was gonna say. We will be dropping cool. our schedule starting this Friday at noon. Fridays at noon. Tuesdays at four. Four. Nice. Subject to change for basketball games, I guess. That's yeah. I don't know if we have another Tuesday game. I have another Tuesday game. Yeah. So that that's in Feb- that's February. We got we got two weeks. So we'll have next week. It'll be a normal yeah. schedule. And we'll we'll try it out. We'll start it off. So hopefully see you guys all there consistently and thank you all for listening. <laughs>